This, this is my story. All I ever wanted was to be loved, just loved. To know that I was good enough and to know that I was wanted. That was my search and that search became my story. My mother rejected me. My father, he scolded me. My childhood was so lonely. It was isolated and cold. Love. I thought I would find it in the arms of men. So I gave myself fully and freely. How wrong was I? Anything I wanted, I gave them. It worked for a while, and then it didn't. Not only did I feel lonely, isolated and cold, I felt shamed, used up, judged. And then I met a man. He was unlike any other. He was gentle, funny, kind. He didn't try and take from me. He didn't ask anything of me. People judged him as well. And then one day, I took this jar of sweet-smelling oil. I don't know why I did it. It was so expensive, a whole year's salary, and I just poured it. Every last drop, I just poured it on his feet. It felt like all I could do to show him how much I cared. The other people in the room there judged me. They told me it was a waste. Maybe it was. But this man, this look, he gave me this look of utter care and acceptance. He told me that what I had done would be remembered for all time. Day by day, in his company, all of those walls that I built up, they just broke down. Around him, I didn't need to protect my heart anymore. All of that isolation, the shame, the guilt, it just went away. Everything I had searched for, all my life, it was in him. It was in him. Resurrection day came for me and I was made whole. And then just like that, he got taken away. I ran to that tomb thinking that I would be feeling guilt, thinking that I would be feeling grief and loss. And instead, I found him alive. Why are you crying, he said. Who are you looking for? Love. I was looking for love and I found Jesus. This is my story. All I ever wanted was to be loved, to be admired, to be important, to be successful, to be looked up to. And so that's what I searched for. And that search, it became my story. I worked hard. I had to prove myself to my parents. I became a soldier and I fought hard and I stared death in the face and I pushed myself. And they noticed. And I became captain of the guard.
and I was successful, and I was important, and I was loved. And it worked for a moment until it just wasn't enough. And then I met a man, but he was a man unlike any other. He was carrying a cross. He was bloody. He was beaten. But I saw in him a peace and a strength that I had been craving for all my life. And as I watched him, I watched him as he died and instead of curses and screams, He whispered for forgiveness. He whispered forgiveness. The earth shook and so did I. This powerful love, it has to be the son of God. That's what I thought. Everything that I had craved for, everything that I had searched for all my life, well, here he was. He said, give me restlessness and I'll give you rest. Give me fear and I'll give you peace. Everything that I had ever sought for, all of my hunger for approval, all of my striving, it just fell away. I was peaceful. And I was free. Resurrection day came for me. The deadness in me, it came to life. I had found what I was looking for. I was looking for love. And I found Jesus. Those are two absolutely amazing stories. Stories about how Jesus met with Mary Magdalene, how Jesus met with the captain of the guard in totally different ways. But both times broke down the barriers, broke down the things that were between them and God, whatever they may be. And it was different for each of them and different for each of us here today. Um, I've been thinking this week so much about uh, what Jesus has done for us, uh, and especially I've been thinking about uh, the curtain. And uh, it says in the Bible that when Jesus died, there was a there was a huge curtain in the um, in the temple in Jerusalem. That curtain had been there for years and years and years since Moses' time. And it was at that point that the curtain, the curtain divided people. It, it kept, only, it, only if you were the most holy priest could you go into the holy of holies, which was beyond that curtain once a year. And even then, Zachariah had gone in and he had seen angels and he'd come out and not been able to speak because of the amazing glory of God that he had encountered in that holy place. But the day that Jesus died, it says that, that the whole earth shook 
and that the curtain was torn. That divide between uh, man and God had divided. And so I've been thinking about that. And I've just written down some of my own thoughts and reflections on that. So I'm just going to read, read those things to you today. Okay, this is called The Curtain. The curtain had been there for centuries, built in Moses' time, made from fine linen and blue, purple and scarlet yarn, as thick as a hand. So heavy was the curtain, it took 300 priests to wash and put it up. It was called the veil in Hebrew, meaning a barrier or divider. It had hung in the temple, separating the holy place from the most holy place. Not even the most holy priest would venture once a year into that most holy place without a cord wrapped round his ankle in case the presence of God became so overwhelming that they would drop dead and have to be dragged out. The most holy place was a mystery. It was unobtainable. It was intimate. No ordinary person could go there. The hidden, incense-filled, most holy place. For centuries, the curtain had hung. God one side, his people the other. Jesus hung on the cross bleeding out, crying out. He said, it is finished. The whole earth shook with violence and the sun hid its face. And the curtain tore in two from top to bottom. God's deliberate, shocking act. The hidden, most holy place of God's potent presence spilling out into the temple courts. The place the people walked and spoke and lived invaded by the most holy. The ordinary person walked into the presence of God. No more barriers. No more distance. No more walls. No more curtain. God let loose. Jesus, the barrier breaker, the freedom maker. He broke through Nicodemus' intellectual superiority. And he said, become free like a baby. He broke through the paralytic's guilt. And he said, your sins are forgiven as he walked for the first time. He broke through Matthew, the tax collector's love of money. And he, and he gave him more than any amount of money could ever buy. He broke through Mary Magdalene's crippling shame and need of acceptance and gave her back unconditional love. He broke through Peter's gripping fear and he walked with him on the water. He broke through the leper's lonely and isolated existence and he sent him back into community. 
He broke through the 5,000 people's small understanding of the generosity of God and he gave them a feast. He broke through Bartimaeus' blind darkness and turned on the light. And so today, Resurrection Day, the stone rolled away, the darkest, deadest place infiltrated with light and with new life. He broke through the death barrier so that we can live eternal life. No more barriers. I walk boldly into your presence, free at last. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Jesus Christ who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us? From the love of Christ shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword know in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. The most amazing thing, let's stand together. The most amazing thing is that through what Jesus did, there are no more barriers. You may be here, you may not even know who God is. You may be far away from God. Your heart may be cold towards God. You may have been a Christian for years and years and yet something in you just feels cold. I want to tell you there's no more barriers. He tore down the barrier. He tore down the barrier between us and God. And uh, so we can live free. We can live free. If you are uh, here and you're not a Christian, then maybe just pray with me now. Let, just, just repeat after me in your heart. Father God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he died for me. Thank you that all the things I've said and done that are wrong, thank you that you forgive me. 
And I pray, God, today, Easter Sunday, that You would come into my life, that You would fill me with Your Spirit, because I want to live for You the rest of my days. If you've uh, prayed that prayer, then do tell somebody that you've come with or tell the welcome team or come and tell me. I'd love to hear that. But um, I just, I'm just going to pray for us. Father God, I pray. I pray, God, that any barriers that there are between us and you, God, the barriers of fear, May they come down, God. There are some of us who have barriers that are, are we don't, are not even aware of. Some of us have got barriers that are, are that we're conscious of, and some of us have got barriers we're not even conscious of between us and God. We just pray, God, that you would break down the barriers between us and you, Father God. Break down the barriers. We pray. We thank you for your life for your new life. I pray that where there are dead places in our lives that we would just open them up right now to your life, to your Holy Spirit. Okay, we're going to sing and we're going to sing with all our hearts this next song. But just before, I'm just going to read this scripture over us today again. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. That is Jesus Christ, our Lord.